0: The following is a 4th production.
1: It's the most wonderful time of the year, and you know what that means. Stockings, snowmen, hot chocolate, nativity scenes, gingerbread
2: men, horned goat half-demons that will drag children to help hell. What? That's right. To go along with jolly old St. Nick, there's a more sinister Christmas character lurking beneath the shadows. Krampus, the Christmas demon. Santa might bring gifts for good little girls and boys, Krampus does not. The hairy beast beats the misbehaved children with sticks and sometimes even throws them in his sack to take them back to hell. So throw another
1: yule log in the fire, grab a glass of eggnog, and cozy up for one hell of a Christmas tradition as we celebrate the holidays the only way we know how next on Hysteria 51 undisturbed from city to city an
3: incredible hysterical panic
4: spread I think we're getting into a weird area here you fools am not crazy this hysteria you can't
2: handle the truth brain is gone this is hysteria
0: 51 the truth is out there it's but you won't find it here they're coming for you look there comes one
2: of them now Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that doesn't always do a holiday episode, but you better believe that when we do, we're going to do it right. This is Hysteria 51.
3: No, we're all in this together. This is a full-blown four-alarm holiday emergency here. We're going to press on, and we're going to have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny fucking K.
2: Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, we're your Yuletide hosts, John Goforth. I can't get the antlers glued onto this little guy. We've tried crazy glue, but it don't work. Have you tried staples? And Brent Hand.
4: You are really Santa, right?
2: No, I'm an accountant. I wear this fucking thing as a fashion statement, all right? And Brent, as we kick off this holiday merriment, regular listeners to the show know that every now and then we like to drop in a clip or two from a TV show or movie that seems to fit. That's right, John. Whenever the time
1: seems right or steve is sober enough, we'll drop something in. Number one, he hates bright lights. We know that.
0: But you gotta keep him out of the sunlight. Sunlight'll kill him. Number two, keep him away from water. Don't give him any water to drink.
1: And whatever you do, don't give him a bath. And probably the most important thing, don't ever feed him after midnight.
2: Right. So here's my dilemma. This being our holiday episode slash Christmas episode, do we use movies that are, what do I call them, holiday or Christmas adjacent? Caddy Corner? Caddy Corner. (laughs) Like uh, like Die Hard. Come out to the coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs. Uh, And... And are those actually Christmas movies that don't need their own category? Like, do I need to call them something else or not? I don't think you need to differentiate at all. To me, if a movie
1: or a show takes place during the holiday season, count it. Hell, if they play Jingle Bells, at some point it works for
0: me. What am I getting excited for? Are you stupid? we got a million fucking bulls out there. Everybody's watching us and you get a fucking cut.
2: But it's telling me I'm excited? My mother's name. It's a wedding gift. I don't give a fuck whose name it's on. Are you stupid or what? Did you hear what I said? Don't buy anything. Don't get anything. Nothing big. Did you hear what I said? What's the matter with you? Excited what am I getting excited about? Because you're going to get us all fucking
3: pinched, that's why. What are you, stupid?
2: Good fellas, yes, that was a holiday party. <laughs> you know what? I'm with you. While Die Hard is probably my favorite non-Christmas movie Christmas movie, I'm also a huge fan of The Long Kiss Goodnight.
3: Look, if you want me to talk in front of him, you may be asked to kill him later. What? Works for me, your call. What? Fire ah! out the back if you have to. Ah! Ah! Jesus, old man, how many of those things you got? Three, one shoulder, one hip, and
4: one right here next to Mr. Wally. Well, most pat-downs never reveal it. It's an agent's often reluctant to feel up another man's groin. Any other questions? Yeah. What's the weather like on your planet?
1: I just like to call it a Christmas movie, not a non-Christmas movie, Christmas movie, John. Uh, my bad. <laughs> good point. <laughs> yeah, that one was really good, too. But let's not forget the classics. Who didn't want a Red Rider BB gun after watching A Christmas Story? <laughs>
4: your eye out kid Merry Christmas
0: Ho Ho Ho
1: And not only that but it's also how we learned to decode half the ciphers on this very show
2: Be sure to drink your Ovaltine Ovaltine? A crummy commercial? I love your imitation of the Santa that kicks him <laughs> after asking for
1: it. Maybe I'll do it in this episode if you're good. We'll see.
2: You promise? Yeah, uh, we'll see. Right. <laughs> uh, my dad actually used to play that movie on repeat every year on Christmas Eve. Was uh, your dad AMC? <laughs> <laughs> It was TBS, actually. Oh, I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> I don't know if you can call this next one a classic. Maybe a new classic, but what about Elf?
1: Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. I know him. Definitely. Plus, Buddy the Elf endorses the official Hysteria 51 diet.
3: We elves try to stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes. Candy corns and syrup. Just look at me, obviously.
1: Come
0: on now. Did you schmucks forget something?
1: That's right, Seabot. We almost forgot our Jewish friends celebrating Hanukkah. I have a little dreidel. I made it out of clay. And when it's dry and ready, with cradle, I shall play.
2: Thanks, Seabot. Our wives would have killed us.
0: No idiots. I mean me. The third host of the show.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. The other voice you just heard. The third member of the show, Conspiracy Bot. I created Seabot in my lab to help produce the show, but lately all he's been doing is getting drunk at comedy nightclubs. Yeah,
2: pretty much. Uh, and I hear I hear he's bombing.
0: Yeah, it's been great. Anyway, I wanted to play for you guys my favorite quote from a Christmas movie.
2: Well, hit us with it, dude. If any of you are looking for any last-minute gift ideas for me, I have one.
0: i like Brent and John
2: right here tonight. I want them brought there happy holiday slumber over there on Melody
4: Lane with all the other rich people. And
2: I want them brought right here with a big ribbon on
0: their
4: head. And I want to look them straight in the eye. And I want to tell them what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood. Sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty lip, worm-headed sack of monkey shit. They are. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the-
2: Rum. Huh. Um, well, here's one thing, Brent. At least he finally did some editing. Silver lining, John. Zoe, another silver
1: lining? I don't know. He's It's more like a bad penny. He keeps coming back up. We have holiday guests with us in studio let's get the first one out of the way said bad penny Joe Peck Pecker, Pecker. Oh.
0: his name is Pecker
1: Joe welcome back
0: hey thanks gents and and by the way this being a holiday episode and all I did in fact bring gifts so Seabot if you would uh, be so kind no Seabot we talked about this I'm not bringing that extra bottle if you don't fine
4: what is it it's a, a one-year membership in the Jelly of the Month Club. <sighs> oh God, Clark! It's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. <laughs>
0: <Yep>. <laughs> gifts, indeed. <laughs> uh, but it is not a Jelly of the Month Club membership. I'm sorry, John. Uh, Damn but it. I do, I do have gifts. That's right. In fact, we all do. We're That's going right. to do a
2: little hysteria fifty-one gift exchange. Yep, we yeah, we put
1: everyone's name in the hat. Everyone pulled out. Well, not exactly a hat, but a spreadsheet.
0: <laughs> and then the good news is, you can watch us do it live.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With your mind, it's a test. So, John, I got John. John, you got Joe, right? Right, and Joe got me. All right. Mm-hmm. So and- here's how we're. Since I got you, why don't we just do one at a time? Yeah, we,
2: we we do not know what we're getting. We're opening them live on the air, and uh, we the only the only direction we gave was don't spend more than like thirty bucks and thirty thousand dollars, and uh, it should probably be in the spirit of Hysteria Fifty One.
1: <laughs> Mine is in a ripped Amazon box. Joe's is in a sack. John brought wrapped presents. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thanks so, for all the uh, thanks for the effort, guys.
1: So, John, here you can start us out, and uh, you can open yours first.
2: <laughs> Why is it moving? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anna and Edna brought her cat. He didn't even tape it. He just did that thing where you put the <laughs> full the full you <laughs> full, <laughs> fold <right>. over. <laughs> yeah.
1: My mom used to tape boxes when I was a kid, and she'd put so much tape just to annoy us. So you had to like cut through eight thousand layers of tape. First gift. There's a few in there. There's a few. Oh, I know what that is. First gift. Do you know what it is, John? Oh, you're looking at the picture.
2: I believe I do know what this is, but I'm going to open it and find out. It's in a bag. Um, It is green colored. It is definitely made of um, yarn. I'm opening it. (laughs) It's yarn. It is. It is. Yes, it is what I thought it is. It is a face mask in the style of a... um, Cthulhu. Uh, cthulhu Cthulhu.
1: yeah so it's the the winter cthulhu. it's your it's your ski mask with tentacles
2: <laughs> so next time i rob a bank i will do so in the style of hp lovecraft yeah, who,
1: yes who robbed you the dark overlord of depression oh <laughs>
2: there's, there's nothing more
1: anonymous uh, sir i think they were <laughs> robbed by the cure <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you Mm-hmm. One down next. I see a book,
1: that's right. I,
2: you know, I love to read, I do, so I appreciate that. And
1: intrepid listener at home, he also loves to cook.
2: Oh, it's it is a, it's a cookbook <laughs> 50 ways to eat cock Hel- <laughs> healthy chicken recipes with balls. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's it's delightful. I, I, the good news is when it's sitting on your shelf, I mean. At your house, like your in-laws, I'm sure, are going to find it very appropriate. (laughs) Oh, let's read the back. Curious about cock? You're not the only one. Once revered for its virility and strength, the rooster has taken a back seat to the hen in more recent years. Fifty Ways to Eat Cock takes a revealing look at the folklore history, culinary culture, and nutritional benefits of this well endowed ingredient.
0: <laughs> I just I just love the concept of perusing through the titles on your bookshelf, and there's
2: Fifty Ways to Eat Cock. It will be it will be featured front and center. Yeah, family's gonna love it. Uh, up next. Oh. Oh, oh! Wait, that's yours. <laughs> that's that's just he's just yeah. giving me something back that I already had. <laughs> <laughs> he, he keeps leaving his
1: uh, his old Nintendo here, so I put it in the box. <laughs> a
2: true, in a true Brit hand gift fashion, he gives my now own he'll remember item to take back. it home. So
1: amazing. Last but not least, is more of a gift for Joe and I than it is just for you, John. I'm n-
2: I'm nervous. Oh, it is a seat. Okay, so it is a um. A seatbelt clip, so you can put these in a instead of actually putting on a seatbelt. You can put these in the clip so it doesn't ding at you if you don't want to wear a seatbelt.
1: <laughs> oh. so don't leave it in the first get, car that you put it in. But I didn't get over you on the man. No, yeah, that's right. <laughs>
0: yes. We'll show them.
1: John will just sit I'll, in your car and just going ding, 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 and everyone has to raise their voice so they could be heard over him.
0: <laughs> no, it's fine.
1: Keep going, ding, ding, ding.
2: Well, thank you, Brent. I you're appreciate welcome. it. I that that's the gift that keeps on giving yes it you is Enjoy your cock recipes i absolutely i will i will cook cock while dressed up as a cthulhu Yo,
1: what we will do we'll take a picture of everyone with all their gifts and we'll throw them on instagram and everywhere for you to see them so john john with cthulhu mask eating cock. <laughs> joe what you Just sounds like a tuesday Who, joe could go next we'll i'm going next we'll go in a all circle right. here
2: circular Alright, Joe, here are your beautifully nicely wrapped gifts. I mean, this is incredible. Now, I, I I will admit I didn't wrap them. My lovely wife Stacy did. Oh, because they don't look like they're wrapped by a T
1: Rex with autism. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Sean didn't do it.
0: So I don't even know how to describe what I'm doing here. Like I've got gifts taped to other gifts. There's two gifts. It's gorgeous. I mean, this paper is just absolutely stunning. Oh boy. Oh dear. So it is a book and I, I like John as he mentioned uh, do enjoy uh reading mm-hmm. often. And so uh this one Hustler Mike, magazine uh, is yeah yeah Hustler is Brent, Brent by the way I I uh swung through his his bathroom earlier and <laughs> and uh Although it's not terribly uncommon to run across, like, say, a Playboy in, some, in a man's bathroom. Brent just went straight to Hustler. <laughs>
1: I told my wife, I said, we should
0: get a nudie bag. She goes, if you're going to get one, make sure it's smutty. I'm like, you got it, baby. So uh, um, speaking of books that will look great on the shelf, uh, the title of this one is Images You Should Not Masturbate To. <laughs> so... It's a close-up of a horse snout. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. What are some of the pictures in there? Cucumbers. (laughs)
1: Jesus.
0: (laughs) I'd imagine. Rubber Uh, rubber rubber pink gloves. gloves, uh, A jelly donut with a bite out of it. Uh, oh, a famous statue! I actually have personally have taken a picture <laughs> from this angle of this statue in Boston. I know what this is. Someone masturbated
1: to it. Someone stole it's, from uh, your Facebook. It's page.
0: incredible. This is this is fantastic. It's uh, there's like a, an oyster of some kind. I mean, this is just quite, quite the ordeal. Wow, John. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't even. Know it's how it's how a knot in a these. tree with
1: two hands <laughs> looking like they're spreading <laughs> it open. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. I don't even know how to describe now that.
0: That that was worth every penny. That's a winner. Yeah. That's now we get to the big chunky box. Now we get Here a we big go. dog. Yeah. Like this thing's huge.
2: That's what she said. Oh, I'll just keep those coming until you get this oh. uh, unwrapped. We're going. We're going with the end. Opening. Joe's doing a
1: good job of not tearing into it, but like you know, like like Joe was always told, just keep that and we'll reuse
0: it next year. Well, I mean, I'm not seven. Ooh, what is this? I already what? like it. Gummy Bear Anatomy. 4D, oh, easy assembling. That's good for me. Um, it, it it's a it's a gummy bear, but then it it, it it's, it's got like a, like a skeleton one. and organs and everything inside. So it's like an anatomically correct <laughs> gummy
2: bear. That is awesome. that's correct. So you can literally take them apart and pull his yeah. organs out.
0: Well, that's what I like to do with my gummy bears when I'm eating them, but they're so small. Yeah. So,
1: John, this is a very convenient. You know what's funny about gummy bears is they got the small ones or the giant ones. And for some reason to me, the giant ones are disgusting
2: looking. But when we say we, do we say gummy odd. bear uh, listener at home, this one's the size of like a large dish plate. Yeah, this, like, is, yeah. this is big.
0: This, this is be the what, size eight, of, like, eight your eight normal inches? size
2: teddy bear. Would like you say, smaller. John,
0: eight inches? Brent, yeah. Brent wouldn't know. Hold Brent, on. John, uh, <laughs> you might. I can I give
1: you a pretty good guess. But Lisa, you want to produce Lisa? Is that about eight inches? <laughs> well,
2: so, yeah, it, uh, you pull it apart. It's not, like, obviously made of gummy. It's, like, plastic. You pull it apart in, like, the brain and the spine. And <laughs> Are you sure
0: it's not made of gummy? That'd be incredible. <laughs> We'll throw some well, pictures of Yeah, it's yeah awesome. Absolutely, we'll put pictures up. And uh, I'll, I'll even send some live action pictures once it rests, uh, yeah. settles nicely into my office. Yeah. On the, on the Di- shelf. I'm assuming disassembled. Of course. Yeah. Right next to the statue of Winston Churchill uh, <laughs> is, I believe, where this one's going. <laughs> Perfect. Right. I think Which was gifted to it. you, I believe, from the the good people of Great Britain, right? The, uh, that's true. That's true. It was uh, specifically sent to me by them. <laughs> for, for my all work, all them for my work on Hysteria Fifty One.
1: <laughs> all right, it's and Brent,
2: like I said, I got the.
0: Oh yeah, let him the let sack. them hear it.
2: Is that like a Trader Joe's bag? Yes, Ooh. but it's not from Trader
0: Joe's. I'm excited already. This is uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a beer bong that is a skull and spinal cord. <laughs> <laughs> Just in time for your uh your winter party, Brent. (laughs) I am way too excited for this. Oh, the listeners definitely are excited. Look at this. Yeah, it's like your normal like, I don't know, like what is it, three and a half feet
0: long beer bong made of bone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, actual bone by the way this this isn't this isn't plastic it
1: tastes like raccoon i don't
0: know if that's (laughs) 100 on that but it's
1: definitely some sort or marmot of some sort (laughs) (laughs) so that's our gift giving it was a it's just actually good good idea johnny it was like a week ago he's like hey you guys want to do a a gift thing, we're like, sure. It turned yeah, out well great. Yeah. Merry Christmas, fellas. Like, I love this. I don't think I could put it in my mouth. I'm I, I, I sound I, like Stacy Goforth. No, I put <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wow. Whoa. Okay.
0: <laughs> I, I can tell you when I received it or when I when I brought it home and it was like sitting there on my counter, I was like, Man, like I'm a little uneasy at the concept of actually trying to drink out of this <laughs> thing. Like I don't I don't know if I can do it.
1: So now that we got the uh the gifts for the people in studio out of the way perhaps the greatest gift of all uh gifts a lack of a better term because he's not here so we didn't buy him shit but one of the greatest gifts (laughs) of all coming from skype we have one more guest Dan Kozu on top of being a comedy writer for the hard times he hails from one of these fucking backwards ass crazy countries that actually believes in Krampus Dan welcome to the show I hope I did you you know justice with that beautiful beautiful introduction you did
3: Merry Krampus Krampusnacht. Mary Merry Krampus
1: <laughs> yeah exactly we were talking before the show about all the different pronunciations and how I mispronounce everything so I'm sure this is going to just be
2: delightful <laughs> it'll fit. It'll fit right in yeah, with everything else. That's exactly right. For those of our listeners who have not heard of the Hard Times or haven't read, uh, tell us a little bit about that website.
3: Sure. Uh, Hard Times is basically the Onion for music. Uh, it started, I think, in the Bay Area, and it was sort of a, a for the punk scene there. Kind of for any punk that had a sense of humor, uh, they kind of started this website exactly three years ago. Their their anniversary was like a day ago. And uh, and they just branched off into the hard drive, which covers uh, pop culture and video game cool. satire. So one
1: of my favorite articles you did was a, uh, Cinemax is now showing after midnight softcore punk. <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> what was the
1: one too that you wrote about the uh, local bully? Makes fun of homosexual kid because of his birthmark, not because not
3: sexual, not because of his sexuality. Exactly, our our
1: progressive culture. You're like it's like a a guy can't help for falling in love with who he loves, but that fucking thing he was born with is disgusting.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love how Brent's telling his joke for him too. I I know it's
3: fucking amazing (laughs) to to him. To him, even better.
2: I'm telling our our
1: dear
3: listeners. It makes me feel good. Keep complimenting me, please. (laughs) that's right he sees through it
1: he knows what's up (laughs) so everyone at home what the hell is krampus well
2: john what the hell is krampus you want to tell us i would love to so in folklore so so dear listener um we always approach the topics that we talk about on this show as they could be real they might they we we don't know we approach with a an air of skepticism um and we you know kind of come to conclusions at the end I, I we are we are approaching this one because we, we know from the start that it is folklore. It is, what? It is myth. That's not what Joe said. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> Joe also still believes
0: in Santa Claus. Well you're telling Do you also not believe in Hella? Krampus' mother? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what you're saying is everything Dan was taught as a child is complete bullshit, John, and I don't really approve of that. Yeah,
0: and Dan's got the welts from being beaten with uh, reeds in yeah, a that's right.
2: burlap sack. Those to are birch it. sticks, I'll have you know, but we'll get to that. We'll it only happened that. when he was insolent, so it's okay. So let's let the listeners catch up. In folklore, Krampus is a hairy, horned, cloven-hooved, half-goat, half-demon. Oh! Yeah, that. <laughs> with bells, chains, birch rods, and sometimes a basket who, during the Christmas season, punishes children who have misbehaved. He's my grandpa minus
3: the cloven hoof. <laughs> is what we're
2: getting at. <laughs> that's essentially what we're what we're saying. Yeah, they're
3: they're taking the whole. You're getting you. You are supposed to give him a drink if he comes to your house. By the way, so oh, C- nice.
1: Krampus schnapps, right? I yeah,
3: that's exactly. What it's
1: called. We uh, always have bottles of of booze
2: just sitting out, so I think it's safe just in case. Here. So is that like leaving out cookies and milk for uh for for, uh, for old Saint Nick? You leave out schnapps for
3: Krampus. Exactly, yeah. Old Saint so he's, Saint a, he's a drunk that hates children and ruins Christmas. It is uh, everybody's grandfather, yeah, I think.
0: Everyone's favorite uncle. And, <laughs> and the Dutch believe he's a Spaniard. <laughs> believe it or not. I don't know if you guys came across that. Was that
1: racist?
2: No, I don't even know. Yeah, in the yeah. Netherlands. If the there's Netherlands... two things
1: I hate in this world, it's
2: intolerance and the Dutch. <laughs> So back to back to Krampus. Uh, punishment punishment ranges if he gets you if you've been bad. Punishment ranges from getting coal as a gift. That's that's where that oh, that old thing came. So that from. comes from that exactly mm. to being hit by those sticks to being drug off to hell <laughs> or Spain. I mean that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty big um, uh, paradigm. It is a uh, wide spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying he's a he's a Christmas demon. I mean, he is in short. he's dragging you to fucking oh, yeah. hell. Yes, yeah. The Christmas demon, I think would be a, a good way to refer to him.
1: Right. Which in contrast, you got St. Nicholas who rewards well-behaved children. And you know that's uh, that's a little bit of a it's a, a barter different.
0: system there. <laughs> You're like well, well, you don't want to go to hell, maybe don't hit your sister. I-, I also love that the reward Krampus gives is a bundle of those sticks to remind the children all year long to keep being good, <laughs> or they're going to get the sticks. <laughs> they're going to get beaten. <laughs> So you're probably
1: thinking, why the hell haven't I heard of it? You've probably heard of Krampus in the last couple of years because it's kind of main mainstream how they had the movie in 2015. But Krampus is mostly European, likely originating in Austria and across the German-speaking Alpine region. They just sang his praises over the Alps. Is is I think what they were saying there. <laughs> the sound of Music was originally about Krampus. That's right. And they just you know, <laughs> I, they changed I, I it to the Nazis. They changed
2: it
0: to the Nazis. And before they Nazis. rewrote it, it was yeah. Krampus. Yeah. I did not. Know a that. lot of rewrites. J.J. Abrams was involved. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that guy does everything. He's everywhere he does
0: everything.
1: Man. So, the other thing is, there's no one story on this shit. Like, in some regions, he's a companion of Santa Claus. And since the 17th century, the two have been linked in a sort of Christmassy yin yang, kind of like, you know, Jesus and the devil or something like that. Krampus is St. Nick's dark companion. And like we said, whenever
2: I think of Christmassy yin yang, that's what I think of mm. Jesus and the devil, which I want to say oh, is, is
1: probably Wu-Tang's third best album. <laughs>
2: mm. <laughs> and you got, is that the one that there's only one copy of? Yes. Yes. It's floating.
0: It's floating around. That, uh,
2: what, what was it, uh, the? I bought ph- I, pharma dude bought. Yeah. That, that, pharma the, guy bro? that
0: the guy that everybody uh, hates yeah, Pharma bro. Yeah. 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 I hear some juggalos
1: have some bootlegs though. If you want to, you want to try to find some, if anyone does
3: the juggalos, of course, <laughs> But then you have to interact with Juggalos to get it, so.
1: <laughs> Which, so. we live in Illinois, and the uh, in Southern Illinois, the Juggalo Fest up until last year was held, I don't know, the gathering of the Juggalos was held in Southern <laughs> Illinois every I don't know, year. If,
2: but if you have to interact with them, I'm not sure the juice is worth the squeeze on that one. I don't know, Fago's pretty good juice, dude, I don't know. That is a good point.
1: <laughs> uh, they had the commercial in one of their albums, Fago, send your mama straight up to the stove, tell that bitch to bring home a Fago. <laughs> Quality! <laughs> I don't know what those crickets are about. That's fucking, that's phenomenal. I'm surprised they didn't go platinum.
0: <laughs> your your rendition? Yes. Yeah, your rendition. <laughs> he's going platinum.
1: But it sounds like a dark thing, Krampus, but he's even featured on holiday greeting cards called Krampus Carton.
2: Krampus Cotton. Krampus <laughs> Carton. You have to say it like that, is, is my point. That's true. Yeah.
1: Some households even had year round decorations meant to remind kids to be good or Krampus would get them. Now, I thought that was that's- the cross. But it turns out it's, it's Krampus stuff.
2: That's what is that what you were talking about, Joe? Perhaps. The, the sticks that they're given? Yep. Now, now
0: remember,
1: mm-hmm. this, December 5th is his big night. Krampus Nacht. Krampus Nacht. Krampus visits children and hits the bad ones with sticks. Or, as we said, drags them off to the aforementioned hell.
2: Puts them in his sack or his basket, depending on which one he's carrying.
1: And the next day, though, <laughs> is Tog. Or St. Nicholas Day, the, the same St. Nicholas whose Dutch name Sinterklaas became Santa Claus. Do you
2: gentlemen know where Santa Claus came from? The North Pole. We, I mean, yeah, everyone yeah, I knows thought so. that was oh, yes. pretty obvious.
0: The, well, unless you're in Japan, then he comes from the moon.
2: <laughs> so the modern day concept of Santa Claus, obviously we know it's rooted in, in St. Nicholas. But, you know, when we think of the jolly old man with reindeer and all that came from none other than Sleepy Hollow himself, Washington Ooh. Irving. You're saying Santa's American? Santa is American.
0: Yeah. Not anymore. I'm leaving. to your president. America. Get away from me. My home, sweet home.
2: <laughs> okay, well, okay. Not, not, he's not exactly same Hold on, that, hold on, hold on. I just I'm
1: envisioning a revving Camaro after that. <laughs> All right, keep going.
0: Sorry, it's starting to get urgent. And and, <laughs> and and a bald eagle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you could play Rock Flag and Eagle, Charlie's song from "It's
2: Always Sunny." <laughs> <laughs> All right, it, it, we, Saint Nick is actually a Christian saint who lived around 300 A.D. in what is now Turkey. But Washington Irving wrote essays and stories that helped shape the specific modern-day idea of Santa Claus. Uh, in, in fact, his uh, 1809 book, Knickerbocker's History of New York, first portrayed a pipe-smoking St. Nick soaring over rooftops in a flying wagon. Radio a radio flyer? A radio, yes. Uh, Delivering <laughs> presents to good girls and boys uh, and switches to bad ones. I
1: could j- Knickerbocker's History of New York, I just see this cartoonish, the the New York Knicks instead of the Globetrotters <laughs> being like, <laughs> our, our two, like hey children this is the history of New York come on Medla, remember and, and all the and Curly and all the the guys Patrick the Ewing yeah, well, well that's uh, who he, Globetrotters is. from the, uh, the old Scooby Doo <laughs> mystery
3: yes <laughs> that old claymation Knicks save Christmas it was a good one
1: yeah exactly exactly he just needs a dentist alright <laughs> so <laughs> let's talk origin well, Krampus' roots have nothing to do with Christmas. What? Yeah, instead they date back to pre-Germanic paganism in the region, which a lot of Christian and, and things... Who are, was yeah. it? Who could it possibly be? <laughs> was it...
2: Oh, I don't know. Say it.
1: Yes, Seabot. Yes, exactly who it was. Word. So his name originates with the German Krampen, which means claw, and tradition has it that he is the son of the Norse god of the underworld, hell. So, it's not just a clever name. It's
0: uh, yeah, poignant. Well, it's also very timely. Like, It's got a good tie-in to Thor Ragnarok, like, which is exactly. out right now. So. Wouldn't that have
1: been awesome if, if riding just the fucking Krampus comes out to fight the Hulk?
0: Stop giving stuff <laughs> away, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not, everyone's seen, Not everyone's seen the movie.
0: So this legendary
1: dude also shares characteristics with other scary demonic creatures in Greek mythology, including... Satyrs and Fonz. So Fonz is in, like, he's got these cloven-hooked legs. Satyrs had the horns. Is it Satyr or Seder? Mm.
0: Satyr? Seder? I don't well, know. Well, Seder is the Jewish pronunciation. Seder. Oh, factor. that's Seder dinner. <laughs> yeah. like <a> yeah. <laughs> Who was the famous one, Joe? Oh, Mr. Tumnus, right? From uh, the, the uh, Chronicles of Narnia. Are you hungry? Have a bite of this. Oh, it looks <laughs> hungry. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> So during the 12th century, the
1: Catholic Church attempted to banish Krampus
2: celebrations. Just like everything else they att- it's at one point or another if it existed in this world the, the Catholic Church, church attempted John to it banish it. like the they're, devil, they got to get rid of it. They're currently trying to banish us. I don't know if you guys were aware. <laughs> I
0: didn't see the petition. As as of this morning. <laughs> I wondered what those people were doing outside of the
1: studio. Yeah. Uh, lurking. <laughs>
2: I just thought that was Project Mayhem. (laughs) No, that's true. That's true. His name was John So stupid
3: abortions you guys keep giving. you got to stop with that. Yeah. (laughs) Damn it.
1: Damn it. Hey, we went to – I just went to an aquarium, and uh, my wife and I are walking into the – They went fishing. It didn't go
2: well. (laughs) My wife and
1: I were walking into the Vancouver aquarium, and they don't have uh, orcas or anything there. But there were literally dozens and dozens of people chanting and protesting. And we walk up to go in, and I'm that guy just walking through them.
2: <laughs> Oops, excuse me, pardon me, trying to get in, you know, and I don't give a shit. Wait, were, they, were there some that were chanting, hamom, shibub, hamom, shibub, and then others that were protesting? Not only that, <laughs> they also had.
1: Ca- tombstones of all the orcas that have died from the sea worlds around the world oh. since like the 50s and they had them all laid up so we walk up I'm like so what's this about and the guy there goes we're just having a polite conversation like is that polite to them it is I'm like alright cool, cool. <laughs>
2: and we had a blast <laughs> Brent pulls out a sandwich what are you eating some mahi mahi yeah. yep.
1: <laughs> delicious this is important imported shark fin it's, mm, it's <laughs> shark really fin good. soup yum, <laughs> yum. So unfortunately or fortunately the the 12th century catholic church didn't banish it and Krampus f- persisted. And by the 17th century Krampus had been incorporated into christian winter celebrations by carrying Krampus with St. Nicholas. So I know we're going to get to Dan here in a second, but do you guys <laughs> remember Krampus before like 2010, let's nope. say. That's an arbitrary number, but here in America. Not not in the no. slightest. No, not at all. No. I don't either. Je- now, Dan, you've got background. Why don't you talk about that?
3: Yeah. So my family is Slovenian, which is part of that Austrian empire. At least it was. And they, they're So you have
1: beautiful ottomans Slovenian. all throughout your house is what you're saying?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. And we, we try and take over as much land as we can in the neighborhood. <laughs> uh, but our Krampus is actually called Parkle. Oh. And so I couldn't find where that term came from. So but they we call them Parkle. Um, well, not we. I I've never known about uh, Krampus. Oh, or you
0: only Dan calls him Parkle. <laughs> <laughs> we play Canast on Thursdays.
3: <laughs> so, did uh, your family I, I did, tell
1: you about it growing up,
3: or was that something? No, like, not like, growing up. I actually contacted my dad when I found out I was going to be on this episode, and he was like, "No, no, no, no." And then said, "Oh, wait!" And he kind of remembers his mom threatening him that Parkle was coming. So it'd be it, instead of like him actually showing up. Like they do – I think in Slovenia, he actually sh- – like he shows up. Like it's a big thing and and whether or not he's – he's like you've been naughty or nice. But he kind I think in America, he kind of became a threat. Like Parkle's going to come and get you if you don't behave. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. He but sees yeah, like
1: you when you're sleeping. <laughs> he yeah, so you
0: with a stick. <laughs> so in Slovenia, what you're saying is he's basically Slobodan Milosevic
3: yeah. <laughs> is what we're talking about here. <laughs> And he brings genocide instead of sticks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Parkle, it, it looks very similar except for some reason Arts has a very long red tongue. Like like a uh like Gene Simmons? Yeah, exactly. So but like some and them, so
1: yeah, some of them have like a forked almost like serpent tongue or dragon tongue. Yeah. I've seen that on some of
3: them, yeah. And there's also an amateur basketball team called the Parkle and they have like a red demon is there. It's it's like the coolest logo I've ever seen for uh, <laughs> amazing
1: WNBA, right? Yeah. <laughs> the Slovenian <laughs> WNBA. <laughs>
2: Seven I'm so up. confused right now. I was just starting to wrap my arms around Krampus, and now there's a whole other demon that mm-hmm. I have to... I mean, we can't just rename <laughs> demons. I mean... This is a different they demon. They
1: always tell you the wrong name, because if you know their real name, John, you have power over them.
2: <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay, so which one's the right name? Gary. R- Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> <laughs> Gary. <laughs> two, two R's. <laughs> yeah, with two R's and an I. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he hangs out at, at coffee shops and wears a lot of ugg boots with women named Amy A Y M I E E
0: Amy and the eye is dotted with a heart yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or a pentagram. Call back. Some oh. modern gentrification
3: ruins everything.
1: That you know nothing nothing it can't you do without a little gentrification. That's right. <laughs> So, modern times is the only time that I've heard of them, but modern doesn't have to start right now. In the aftermath of the 1923 election in Austria, the Krampus tradition was prohibited by the Dolphus regime under the Fatherlands Front and the Christian Social Party. So, hey, yeah, you know, they're putting a stop to it. Then in the 1950s, the government distributed pamphlets titled Krampus is an Evil Man. I don't think they meant he was Alan Rickman. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) towards the end of the century, a popular resurgence of Krampus celebrations occurred and continues to today. And the Krampus tradition is being revived in Bavaria as well, along with local artistic traditions of hand carved wooden masks. So
2: that's fun. Who who doesn't like a good hand carved wooden mask of a. (laughs) Goat
3: demon. Everything is just made in China now. It's, yes, exactly. That's where I got my Krampus mask, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> well, if we're talking about these masks and like he was talking about the long tongue, what's this guy look like, John? What the hell's...
2: Give us a description. It's sort of all over the place, uh, depending on which picture you see or yeah. who you ask. But they do share some common... Or what's the Lavinian one? Peter?
3: Was that his name? What the <laughs> hell was his name? Sparkles? <laughs> Sparkle. Sparkle. Uh, sparkles. Yeah. Sparkle. The Christmas pony. Nay. <laughs>
2: It's like that uh like that uh squatty potty commercial he yeah. shits, uh, shits
1: frozen frozen yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> or the new one where the one's shitting gold bricks.
2: Yes, yes. Yep. Uh they do share some common characteristics though. Uh he's hairy, usually brown or black. Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo. Small and brown, he comes from you. He loves me <laughs> and I love you. No, see, bot, not that not like that. <laughs> and who and who's black? like that like that that you, you're in trouble if it's coming out black yeah you might want to see a doctor yeah mm-hmm. uh has cloven hooves and the horns of a goat uh has a, a we were talking about this before a long pointed tongue that hangs out like a ser- serpent or something like that <laughs> uh fangs of course why you, you mm-hmm. can't get away from without fangs uh krampus carries chains thought to maybe symbolize the binding of the devil by the christian church oh that's fun yeah. Uh, I think it's because he's always on his way to a tractor pool <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I thought it was to tie up all the children I mean That's how else are you going to tie up kids I I mean, you know
0: now their tiny hands slip
2: right through the chains
0: no I was just I was letting like, no, it doesn't work some... well
2: he was speaking wait you, spe- you like sound like you're speaking from way too much experience there
1: <laughs> I thought
2: John was looking for pointers so I, I wanted to bow out
1: <laughs> he has a newborn
2: he has a newborn at home that probably
1: cries a lot
2: the chains are sometimes accompanied with bells of various sizes. Mm. It's like when did hell? Satan put, put bells on him so he kn- knew where Krampus was at all oh. times? Yes. <laughs> now we know for whom the bells toll. Oh,
1: oh. oh no. It's a groaner.
3: <laughs> I'm all for a Metallica pun, but I don't know. <laughs> that's the... that's The
2: the bell of shame. The bell of bells. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of more pagan origins are the ruten, bundles of birch branches that that Krampus carries and with which he occasionally swats children. Oh, hey!
1: But only his own because you never want to punish someone else's child. You know?
2: No, that's unless it's Adrian Peterson. That's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is he? Is he Krampus? <laughs>
1: Have you ever seen him together? No. no not that you mention it. I, I've never oh, seen his tongue. As, Airtight. And,
2: and as we get close to Christmas, he mysteriously goes on the IR. Well. Like, he's got other stuff to do. Or, or and, or, the Vikings are never
0: in the playoffs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now he's gone from the team. Now they're in the playoffs. and Now they are. And look who won't be. The Cardinals. Exactly. Uh, the Rutan may have significance in pre-Christian pagan initiation rites. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to be in our that, gr- you want to be in our club?
2: I got to beat you with a sack
1: of reeds. Wait, right. So the the pagans were
2: the first fraternities. Yes, yes, that's yeah. a, that's exactly it. They drank. They it. invented uh, butt chugging. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I like to think John perfected it. So thank you. thank you. It's a group effort.
2: Sometimes Krampus appears with a sack or a basket strapped to his back, uh, obviously to carry the children uh, down to hell to you know either just keep them there or eat them.
1: And sometimes going back to those those birch branches, sometimes they're replaced with whips, John, and he whips them. Ties them up and whips them.
2: Whip it good mm. into shape. Yeah,
1: drags the children shape to hell. It so yeah.
3: Fifty shades of Krampus. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> it's so amazing.
3: <laughs> that would be perfect. Oh, uh, it would be yeah. so good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now is the time on Hysteria 51 when we dance.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and go to break. Yeah,
1: it is break time, kids. But when we come back, we're going to talk Krampus and pop culture, symbolism, and how it fucks up children, or maybe doesn't. It all depends on how you look at it. All that and more when we return on Hysteria 51. <laughs> dot com slash today that's fifty percent off unlimited access to twenty five language courses for the rest of your unnatural life wow. redeem 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 how do they do it
4: day you're fifty oh. percent off. Rashate. <laughs> <laughs> redeem it fifty percent off rosettastone slash today do it today
2: Will beat. The, children beats. Cha, cha, cha. the Krampus song. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> we are back. Hopefully you had a chance to go get some, some Krampus schnapps. Maybe some Krampus nog. Yeah. I don't know if that's a thing, but it is now. Maybe it you is, took a yeah. Krampus. I don't know. Uh, before the break, we told you. Oh, God. <laughs> Before the break, we told you about the origins of Krampus, who he is, who he was, where he came from, what he what he thinks about, what are his
1: aspirations are, who he sees himself as in five years.
2: Now we're going to tell you. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's very upset that he never became a banker.
0: <laughs> Just always, I'm good with numbers,
2: damn it. Death followed him
0: wherever he went. <laughs>
2: Now we're going to tell you a little bit about how he's popped up, why, why he's on everyone's radar, where he's popped up in pop culture. And I think a, the good place to start is the 2015 movie Krampus. St. Nicholas is not coming
4: this year. Instead, a much darker ancient spirit. Those are hooves. Elk or a goat? kind of
3: goat walks on its hind legs? His name is Krampus.
2: It's appropriately named, is what you're getting at. It is. It is. If you haven't seen, it, you're probably thinking, "Oh boy, bad B horror movie." It's not that bad. It has it has like a a a minus list actors in it. Yeah, and it, it's it dark. Is.
1: It's dark. But it's got some good. Like you said, it's got some good people. It's got fucking uh, David Kochner in it. I love him. I told you we should have gone to my brother's. Sure, Howard Christmas on a pig farm. Jesus was born in a barn. Yeah, uh, uh, Adam Scott. Who's in everything? Now. Uh Tony Collette is yeah. uh, the wife. That's right. How we're gonna survive Christmas with 12 people stuck in a
2: house with no heat and no electricity. Or food. There's plenty of leftovers, Howard. Beer it is. Uh, it's 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 a fun movie. It's it it's dark and it gets darker. The first I, the first 45 minutes or so mm. are kind of like a dark national lampoons Christmas vacation. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then and then it and then then it turns th- into Wes Craven, <laughs> you know, with, with a splash of deno- demonic toys, you know. So yeah, <laughs> just a splash, just a splash. I love the foreshadowing of, of uh, how everyone's losing their Christmas spirit, and the and the foreshadowing of the grandmother from the old country. Who's... Why is
1: there always the one old grandma who doesn't speak English and knows everything,
2: but doesn't want to tell you what's happening? You no, don't find never. it out
1: until it's in the middle of it. I always knew this would happen. Yep. Oh, thanks for telling. <laughs> us, <laughs> you old fucking cute. Yeah, seriously. She saw this coming from a mile away. Yeah. Th- thanks for the warning. It's all about losing Christmas spirit, as you said. And Krampus comes to, to punish
2: this family. And they literally open a pit to hell and throw the family in it. Now, but before that, Krampus himself doesn't come to get the family. Oh, no. He sends his, his possessed toys. And his elves, which are, you know
0: evil in this rendering why do why do they always possess toys in these movies why not up household appliances it was or, yeah, that's yeah, a great right.
1: question well they did possess the angel on top of the tree and mm, uh yes they possessed the gingerbread men and uh the, funny, was the funniest
2: robot? part. funniest part of the of the movie for me um david keckner is in the kitchen and he is being attacked by gingerbread men and they are they are the th- three little gingerbread men are working not just together. A bunch of redheads that work for butternut. These are actually like, <laughs> like, like, like anamorphic uh, cookies uh, they are working together to shoot a uh, nail gun at him. And uh, as they're shooting the nail gun at him, he finally gets a hold of a shotgun and is able to shoot it at them. Explodes something, and they catch on fire. Uh, he uh, he 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 blows two of them away. The third one is just about to get him, and uh, it, it just as it's about to to you know kill him in some way, shape, or form, the dog runs up and eats it. <laughs> I like to think that's right. Yeah. I like to think that
1: no matter what's going on. If I got a gingerbread cookie coming at me, I could take it like it, it's on fire and it doesn't have any weapons. I'm pretty, ah, fuck, I'm a fat guy. I might've been the one to eat it. You know, I
0: mean, in, the, okay. in the continuum of things I'm concerned about becoming possessed and attacking me, gingerbread cookies are very low yeah. on the list of concerns.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, sure. One. But how many, how many gingerbread men do you think it would take to overpower you?
2: Mm, that is a great
0: question. It's like
3: the old, uh, how many
2: five year olds could you I, beat up? I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with 12. I think twelve wow. gingerbread no, cookies could overpower know. me. They are demonic, though. So, no, yeah, they've got like demonic power. I mean, yeah. they're not just a regular so, yeah. gingerbread. Your cookie, mother bakes cookies in hell. <laughs> a regular <laughs> gingerbread <laughs> cookies arm would break off the moment it tried to, right. to the moment it tried to pick up a, yeah. a a nail gun. So they're they're demonic. They have extra power.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, I suppose a demonic. Cookie is probably a, one step above a demonic blanket as
2: far as like what's gonna <laughs> really but, get you,
0: but that demonic blanket is wet,
1: so keep that <laughs> and in then, mind.
2: Now there were the other, there were all the other toys that they were fighting in the attic. There was the robot, the Jack in the Box, which is terrifying, Always. kind of a throwback yeah. from like
1: Killer Clowns from Outer yes. Space. It's a clown eating people, so that's fun. Then there was the doll
2: with the big black mouth. Was that the or was the, that the, the angel? angel that was, was that the, the angel? angel? Yeah, Looks yeah. Like, yeah it, it it kind of it had lo- like the head of a doll. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It had the head of a doll, and it
1: was the tree topper.
2: It kind of had that almost pan Asian feel to old the old uh, uh, Japanese horror movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, with
1: real wings, with uh, yeah, it was disturbing. Yeah, it was. It was. So yeah, the, these things are just working for Krampus, and they're they're in the house to 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 steal everyone away because long story short this kid had finally given up on Christmas he was the tie that his buys.
2: family sucked like because yeah. if you haven't seen a movie David Keckner's character is kind of like Cousin Eddie in <laughs> yeah. uh Christmas Vacation but with money but yeah they show up and the whole family is a bunch of idiots Adam Scott's character and Tony Collette they're the normal they're the normal family and yeah, yeah. they're middle aged no longer love each other yes normal family yes <laughs> <laughs> and so the son writes this letter you know just like wishing that you know the Christmas spirit would come back and he finally gives up and says you know what to hell with it all it, the christmas spirit's gone turns and out
1: to hell with literally you. Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh,
2: Wow! Oh, wow! Dang.
1: my biggest issue or craziness of this show is you get through the whole thing and he's literally throwing him out the hell except for the boy he's leaving him as like mm-hmm. you know you'll learn and the boy like runs back to krampus and he's like no you know fucking take me instead and krampus like he doesn't speak, but he's like, fuck you, I'll take you all. Throws him in hell, and he wakes up, and he's in
2: bed. And it's all been a dream. And then the he boy- He runs downstairs, yeah. and it's this picturesque, almost uh, Norman Rockwell, Rockwell yeah. type of Christmas yeah. morning. There's treats sitting out, and they're all having hot cocoa and opening gifts.
1: So then here's the thing that gets me, though. He opens his last gift and it's a Krampus bell, and he realizes, "Oh my God, it really happened!" Everyone sees and they look around, and I think they all realize. You know, he had told them I had a bad dream. And they all start remembering, and it pans out, and it's in a snow globe, and Krampus is putting the snow globe on a shelf with all these other snow globes.
2: Oh, but, by the way, spoiler alert! Yeah, is that hell?
1: Are are they in hell? And he's got it in that snow globe. Or was that just him looking in on their life? Or is that their now world? Oh.
3: Think about See, that. See, I just saw the movie, and so I looked it up, and there's actually two conflicting like theories as to whether or not they're getting a chance to do it again and have Christmas spirit, or yeah. if they're trapped. This is hell to repeat Christmas every day for I, the rest of the
1: I, I guess that's, you know, it's a
2: choose-your-own-adventure on that. Follow-up, does Groundhog Day take place in another one of those snow globes? <laughs> oh,
0: Wow.
2: <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I just blew your mind. Oh,
1: the snow globe aspect blew me away because it's like the Tommy Westfall universe. I don't know if you guys ever watched St. Elsewhere, but on St. Elsewhere, they had an uh, the
2: autistic. Boy. No,
1: I'm not like well, 70. Oh, they had an autistic. boy. It was one of my favorite, <laughs> my, my parents' favorite shows. They had an autistic boy and he was always staring at snow globes. And if you watch to the end of St. Elsewhere, it pans out and you realize that St. Elsewhere and everything that happened in it was all in his head. Inside the snow globe. He was creating this world. So St. Elsewhere never happened. But here's the problem. St. Elsewhere was a TV show that has had other TV shows from NBC co-starred to this day. And if you go to Google, you can search Tommy Westfall universe. And all of these fucking shows are intertwined by one character co starring or whatever up into new current shows. So they're like, is it actually Every fucking show on NBC is all in this Tommy Westfall kid's head, this autistic kid he's just making them up. Really? Yeah, and this is and people have made like plotted charts and shit. It's fascinating. They drop down this this um rabbit
2: hole that's Tommy Westfall. So in other words, you're saying Krampus runs NBC.
3: Yes, is exactly what
2: I'm getting at. Exactly.
3: And saying elsewhere is also based on pagan tradition, if I remember. exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right. Uh, So, yeah, Krampus is the devil, or at least he symbolizes him. He takes people to hell. You're good, you get Santa, heaven. You're bad, you get Krampus, hell. Is it that transparent?
2: Well, if if, if that's the case, if that's the through line you're looking for in the movie— Brent, where on the morality spectrum are you when you get evil gingerbread cookies? There, I mean, they're, they're. Oh, you are the gingerbread cookie. Well, if if you're de- if if you're the recipient of evil gingerbread well, see, cookies, here's the problem
1: in that movie. The grandmother believed and never lost faith. Why did she get attacked by the gingerbread cookies and the toys and everything? Mm. Oh, she, she was still paying for her I'm earlier not, sins. She, but she got, but. He let her have a second chance, and she never forgate, forgot the Christmas spirit.
2: But it's a horror movie, In horror movies—once you make your initial sin, you never actually get a second chance. Is that
1: why you've never had sex? Like you just don't want to, you know? You're you don't want to get killed in a horror movie. What? Oh, come on! Everyone knows the way to die in a horror movie is to have sex or be black. Oh, I mean, what are those two? You're a black guy. You have sex, or you go to get something out of the the garage.
2: I'll be right back. Uh, all right brent let's let's move on from krampus and let's move on to another wonderful wonderful holiday treat <laughs> called a christmas horror story i don't
1: even want to spend much time on this because this is a terrible
2: it's a great movie. movie uh if you want to check it out it is on netflix right now it's an anthology horror flick but actually all the stories tie in together they all take place in the same town uh, uh, which who's radio on air personality Bill Shatner, none other than Merry Christmas. One of the four stories revolves around Krampus hunting a family that behaved badly. This is Krampus, right? That's a Krampus. He's like an anti-Santa Claus, a demon who punishes the naughty. He rips them and chains them up, stuff like that. That's fun. The final story actually involves Santa battling undead elves, and it ends with a battle between Santa and and krampus i knew it krampus vile enemy of christmas kind of kind of that's
1: kind of a you're overstating it there
2: it's a trick it's all tricks prepare to be a bit underwhelmed
1: yeah and then they pull the old switcheroo on you
2: you know what let's not (laughs) give this one away
1: because you know we already spoiled krampus um you know
2: Spoiler alert! It's evil. <laughs> <The>
1: <laughs> Christmas horror story. If you really hate yourself, go watch it.
2: It's okay, terrible. now hold on, hold on. The whole movie isn't terrible. The, it, <sighs> I wouldn't say the whole movie is terrible. I would say I didn't like the, I didn't like the reveal at the end. I didn't like the twist. Uh, you get to see changelings. You get to see high
1: school uh, children have sex and then then blame it on rape.
2: I mean, it's a barrel of laughs the entire time. <laughs> you get you get Bill <laughs> Shatner getting drunk. Yeah. Um, yeah. I you mean, get
3: that anyway, if you meet Bill Shatner, yeah. And like. yeah.
2: <laughs> do you follow him on Twitter? No, no. Well, every, every now and then, especially since he's like, fuck
1: podcasts. I'm, you know, they don't, they're not worth my time.
2: Every now and then he goes on rants. Sometimes they're political. Sometimes they're not. And he really, you, you when you see him, I don't know how much work the man's had done. But every now and then you forget that he's, like, literally 87 years yeah. old yeah. or something he like that. Yeah, he looks fantastic. He does look
0: incredible for 80s, whatever it is.
2: And, I mean, think about – when you think about an angry, old, drunk, 87-year-old man, follow him on Twitter because that's what it reads like.
4: That's true. <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> yeah,
3: sold. Dude, do any of you remember when he was on Wheel of Fortune? I don't know if it's on YouTube, but he w- – I mean, he must have been drunk because – he literally was, like, interrupting people and trying to, like, spin without it being his turn. <laughs> <laughs>
4: from
3: the commercial, he was gone. They had replaced him with somebody else. Unbelievable.
4: That is hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. Nation, we want pictures of your dogs. That's just a personal request from me. But while you look for a good one, let me tell you about something near and dear to my and Brent's hearts. Your dog's health. You may have noticed lots of dogs suffering from health issues these days. Joints, odors. It's not good. Actress Katherine Heigl noticed these issues too, and after a ton of research, there was one place she found we can look to support any dog's health. Their food. So she created Superfood Complete, food for your four-legged friend that's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet, including several superfoods vital to your dog's health. Her company, Badlands Ranch, also supports the Jason Debus Heigel Foundation, which has helped rescue thousands of dogs and place them in loving homes. Now, I know Brent has used Superfood Complete with his lovable meatballs, and they absolutely love it. He said it's easy to prepare, both his guys grow crazy for it, and he loves knowing what he's giving them as healthy and full of ingredients that are actually beneficial to his Little rapscallions you can try it for yourself by going to badlandsranch dot com slash hysteria and order right now to get up to fifty percent off your regular priced order with a ninety day money back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to b a d l a n d s ranch dot com slash hysteria today.
0: Had they <laughs> replaced him with Patrick Stewart? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did they improve upon
4: Make the original? So.
1: <laughs> All right guys, so oh, you're looking at this this whole heaven, hell and evil and good and Christmas and shit like that. What do you think this does to kids, especially like little ones? Look at Elf on the Shelf. Have you guys seen this whole conspiracy about they say Elf on the Shelf teaches them that surveillance is okay? Oh, Lord. It's the big machine coming down on them and saying it's okay to be surveyed, you know, under surveillance all the time. I thought
2: Facebook did that.
1: Oh, that's a given. They're starting (laughs) a younger age. You know, you're not supposed to be on Facebook until you're 13. You know, you got to start them young somehow looking at it, though is it just bartering with them to be good to get rewards or does it build character and then the when you're looking at that is that the whole point of a lot of you know religions and things Why, like well, that?
2: let's first let's let's stop and, and let i, I want to ask about krampus you're asking these questions is is krampus actually a thing and what i mean is it, what it I, a thing I mean, yes we're talking about it <laughs> what i mean by that is do parents whether it be here or in europe still I you know how like to this day, obviously, parents uh, all across the world still tell their kids that their presents came from Santa Claus, yep. right? Are there par- are parents somewhere, whether it be here or in Europe? Telling their kids that that Krampus is now, a real is thing. This is just
1: what I read online, but online, yes, supposedly in some you know Bavarian and Alpine, you know Germanic places, they still very they much still
3: teach still that. to this day they do. Yes, um, I yes. think he still shows up, but I don't think the kids think he's really Krampus. Like like if Santa, if you if a kid goes on Santa's lap, he actually thinks he's meeting Santa. I think the kids know that this is just a game.
1: They do a lot of parades Krampus. and things like that, and you see children exactly. like running up to him. So I think it's more of. Um, yeah, it's more of I, so
2: I they don't they that. don't actually think that if they misbehave they're going to get eaten and drugged to hell. I don't think so. Mm. I
1: like to think they do. I have nothing to back that up. It just makes <laughs> do, me feel You like well to think well, they I think want? that or they actually
2: do get different. drugged to hell?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Dragging these kids to hell they misbehaved. Oh. See you later. We're not he's, talking he's about what you enjoy, Brent. That, yeah. We're
0: talking about what's actually <laughs> true. This guy, the case of sass mouth. I guess to send him to hell.
1: <laughs> I really don't know. I guess. I mean, I, we didn't. We didn't call our Bavarian brothers and and find out.
2: Well, but, here, uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Regardless of, of of the legitimacy of Krampus, I always thought the whole thing with Santa. You know, he sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. I always thought that was creepy enough.
1: He knows if you've oh, yeah. been bad or good,
2: so don't get drugged to hell. Hey! Like I mean, Santa has some creepy vibe to him on his own. You don't really need the cramp. Oh ho, ho, ho. <laughs>
0: <Yes>.
2: <laughs>
0: You're right. Come on, kids. Store's closing. Yeah. Uh,
1: ho, ho, ho! ho. <laughs> Dan, and, what are your thoughts? I mean, what do you what do you think looking at this whole Krampus thing?
3: I think this is Christian propaganda. I because I, like they're taking they took a, a uh, pagan god that people worshipped and turned him into an evil being mm. and said this this is going if you if you like him he's going to drag you to hell. And so mm. I think it was the church trying to create a devil out of a satanic mm.
0: panic. Yeah.
3: Yay! <laughs> yeah, call back.
1: I do really like the uh, the the striper song. Krampus is everywhere. So I mean, you know, it's, <laughs> it's it's really good. It's good stuff. I was reading. We were talking about striper last week, and I was reading. They were talking to the striper like in 2017. Recently, the lead singer because they're still around. Ted Cruz. Yeah, he ran and for. He's uh, like,
2: uh, <laughs> he ran for the Republican nomination, and he's like
1: you know, we don't like to be labeled a Christian band. We are Christians who are in a band, but we're not a Christian rock band. Mm -hmm. And that's actually a good way to put it. He goes, because not all of our songs are, are, you know, about God. We just have to be Christians that are in it. He goes, you've got drunks and druggies in Guns N' Roses. They're not a drug band, you know, and you've got, You got Satan worshippers, and I forget what band. You know, say Dancing. I don't know. They're not a Satan band. You know, whatever. He's like, why are we a Christian band? He's like, because then you get pigeonholed, and then you don't get play on the radio and things like that. I was like, that's actually a really good way to put it when you think about it. But they do have, you know, they're they're. Number one song ever was "To Hell with the Devil," so <laughs>
2: fantastic track. It
0: is
1: actually. It's,
0: it's I, I like it.
2: I'm not. You're
3: I'm not ashamed. talented.
2: Yeah. You, then you get accused of being the Zodiac killer, and yeah, you know. it
3: all downhill from there. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, so Joe
2: Krampus, your thoughts? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's like I don't know if
0: it's hard to relate to it, just because you're different are not a cultures. Bavarian,
1: You're not a Bavarian yeah.
0: child. Yeah, I mean, I maybe it's a culture thing cuz like it's pretty odd to me. The whole concept of like you know, I grew up where Christmas was like where it is at, man. Like Santa Claus is like the coolest thing and like Santa everyone's Claus into this. Is you. Yeah, like I I I can't relate to what it would be like growing up where it's like, "Oh, but also, there's Krampus. Like I grew up where it was like, oh, you were bad, ha ha, you're gonna get a lump of coal. Yeah. Not, oh, you were bad. And you're you're stocking that we're beaten. gonna
1: beat you with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: exactly. So like it's, it's kind of crazy. Block of soap shaped like coal in your <laughs> <Yeah>, stocking, right? <laughs> like so, yeah. I I don't know. I don't know what to make of all all this stuff. But I do like the horns. It's true, John. I'm giving a two thumbs up. You know, it's uh, it's it's a, a way to get your kids
1: that good. I don't know. I ain't got kids, but yeah, it's it. I, you make you brought up a really good point. Do they still teach it or not? From what I read online, some places still do, but I think kind of like Dan said, it's more tongue in cheek. Like ah, uh, you know, and they do Krampus parades.
2: Fucking crazy. Right. Cosplay is on point in the Krampus community. Well, it makes me wonder, and that's that's where I land on it. It makes me wonder how big it it even was in those communities right. at that time. Just because it existed there doesn't mean it was their go to belief system, well, right? I think I and, think maybe five hundred so years my, ago, though. But just because we know it existed there doesn't mean we we right. think that they all gathered around the fire and talked about Krampus, right? We right. we did. We just know it was thing. Of course, in America,
1: if you didn't believe it, we would have burned
2: you. (laughs) You So (laughs) So, uh, who knows how much they actually used it? We know it's big today. It's because we love bringing shit like this back. Yeah. So we can get together, dress up like it and drink like it's a it's a reason to get together. There are Krampus Fests all across the country, people dress up like it. You mentioned cosplay. You know, it—it's it, just one more reason to be get together and be different. And like I said, drink. So I—who knows if it was ever actually a big thing? It, but it's something to get together, talk about, and make movies about. Speaking of
1: cosplay, John. <laughs> Lisa, my wife's favorite time of the year was just recently. She works uh, right by the Donley Stevens Convention Center, this huge convention center in the Chicagoland area, and it was the Furry Fest. And every year, you got to park across the street and walk, and they're always going in to this convention center. She's going to work, <laughs> and so she's like, "I saw like a puppy dog in leather chaps, and uh, oh, you know, and it was being walked by on a leash by a cat." More quibble dub Yeah. And I'm not making this up. Every year, I I never pay attention to when it is, but I always know because I get a call from her. She's like, oh, my God, it's furry fest. <laughs> Why do you sound muffled? Are you in a costume? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our story, of Seria Nation. Have you guys ever heard of it before we uh, had in the last few years here in America? Or, or are you from one of those countries where this was taught to you as a child? Let us know. Let us know in Hysteria Nation. Hop on Facebook, search Hysteria Nation. Or you can hop on Facebook and just search Hysteria 51. That's the page where you can find all of our new shows. Hop on Twitter at Hysteria 51 pod. Patreon.com slash Hysteria 51. You can get all sorts of extra episodes. Our up all nights are on there. Plus a few songs, including our, I think I uploaded not too long ago, the Philadelphia Experiment rap that uh, we had made, John.
2: We had two of them. Yeah. We had a, a professional that was written by the staff here at uh, Hysteria 51 <laughs> uh, and, 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 and recorded by the staff here at Hysteria 51. And then we also had one that was recorded by Conspiracy bots. How about that?
1: Don't forget to leave us a voicemail at 773-669-7277. we got a couple to play, but we're going to get to those at a later
2: episode. Uh, we'll play them in the next few episodes. Thanks for leaving them. Uh, please continue to leave voicemails for us. We really do appreciate it.
1: And don't forget, if you forget any of this, you can go to hysteria51.com. The all-new and improved hysteria51.com.
0: It's beautiful. If you want to know what Joe Peck
1: looks
2: like,
0: there's a picture. There is. It's featured I'd, I'd, I'd suggest against it featured guests
1: speaking <laughs> speaking of featured guests dan dan kozu thanks what? a ton thanks for having me yeah yeah we're glad that you your family came from what was it what was it peter the horned one what the hell is that thing called parkle parkle why can't i remember <laughs> sparkles Oh, that's right. John's favorite color, glitter. Now <laughs> I'll remember it. Wait, no, that was my favorite movie. Oh, oh, oh I'm easily get it confused. Right. So where where can they find you online with your hard times articles?
3: I don't have Twitter or anything. So uh, hardtimes.net. Yeah. The hardtimes.
1: His parents allow him on there because it's the devil box. The hardtimes.net. All right. Yep. So with that said, I've been Brent. I've been Joe. I've been Dan. I've been John. Stay woke.
0: Meet sex. It
2: was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long. What you just heard was a podcast in the Poop Culture Extended Universe. For more great podcasts, make your way to www.poopculture.com.
0: You've been listening to a fourth hand joint.